TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. He might know a lot, but that's because he's lived a lot. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. I can't believe it. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. I am he, broadcasting today from what is still the United States of America, no matter how many tiers of justice the Justice Department, and I put that in quotes, creates for Americans. It's the place where the brave, like James Luby Sr., Cletus Spade, Harold Mack, Paul Crescera, Joanne Hoffman, and Donald Walsh have made us and kept us free. The United States of America, founded with a certain knowledge and understanding that government is not our parent, our guide, our salvation, our direction, not any of these things, but is nothing more than a necessary evil we require to organize and protect society. The United States of America, the country where for the first time in human history, freedom was declared to be an unalienable right granted by God, not something to be parceled out or controlled by government or government officials. Our great American constitution ensures and codifies freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of association, economic freedom, and freedom of the press. And because they were armed with these freedoms, a ragtag bunch of immigrants and rejects and their progeny created the richest, most powerful, most culturally diverse and accepting nation ever to grace this beautiful planet. America, the only place specifically invented and designed so that every American can live their life in the manner they choose. Unlimited by their background, upbringing, race, color, or creed. Unhindered by the government or those who would use government to control others for their own comfort or benefit. This Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. And we call this uh, meeting of the Club for Common Sense to order, and we promise to provide you a sanctuary of sanity throughout the broadcast. And we'll be doing this till noon today. So that's your, there's your sanctuary. We invite you to bathe in it. And uh, if you so desire, you can luxuriate it. We have so much to talk about today. Uh, gas prices shooting up. Issues with our strategic reserve. Inflation, interest rates, all of those economic factors. Credit card debt up. American savings down. I talked to you about this Biden uh, corruption discovery. And you've got guys like Joe Rogan talking about it. It's getting worse. I told you CNN 
talking about how damaged Joe Biden is. California has passed a, a pork law to, to be humane to the pigs. But it's going to affect all states because you, your pork, no matter where you raise it, is going to possibly be sold into California. And so all states are having to scramble, and you're going to have to pay way more for a pork chop as this bull rolls on. And it's it's typical left-wing insanity. Back to the Biden deal. A guy named Eric Schwerwin. Schwerin, I apologize. Had has now discovered 36 visits to the White House and the vice president's residence. 36 during Biden's vice presidency. But Biden knew nothing. He's one of the main partners and the financial guy. Biden knew nothing about Hunter's business. Uh, the United States women's soccer team, we'll, bring, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, the loss, and I did not realize that the uh, left-wing idiot, Megan Rapinoe, or Rapinoe, was the one who missed the end goal. And I've been looking at, you know, looking into it a little bit, and apparently she's washed up. She was way past her prime. So not only did she infect the other players with this anti her anti-Americanism, but she wasn't good enough to be on the team. But she was a left-wing darling, so they kept her, and for some reason chose her to make that final kick, a penalty kick, and she blew it. Totally. Now, another, uh, uh, this disturbed me to the core. You know I believe Joe Biden to be a disgraceful human being. Well, yesterday, Congressman Daryl Issa, Issa, from California, had hearings with Gold Star parents about the Afghan withdrawal that killed 13 young Americans, the Joe Biden withdrawal, the Lloyd Austin withdrawal, the Anthony Blinken withdrawal, the Mark Milley withdrawal. And the haste was so much because Biden wanted to give a speech on September 11th about how he ended that conflict that we left $85 billion of military hardware and the blood of 13 American service people. And the one parent, this is the one, and this is why I hate Biden. And I mean, I despise him with to, to the very to the tip of my toes, to the top of my head. And I, if you like him, if you think you're going to vote for him, you should be ashamed of yourself. He told one of the Gold Star parents, oh, Jill and I know exactly what you're talking about. We brought our son Bo home in a flag-draped coffin. Bo Biden died, what, six years after his service of cancer. It was a total lie. He told a gold star mother this. He's a mental patient. He's sickening. Please, don't give me Joe Biden.
He's the most disgraceful human being and the worst president we've ever had. It's just a, get the depth of that. He told a woman grieving over, that's in addition to looking at his watch while the caskets rolled in front of him. Ugh. So see, every time I got to think about Joe Biden, I got to think about something good. And, and uh, that something good is our Luzerne County District Attorney. Now, he, he comes in the studio, which is uh, <laughs> not brave of him. It's just unusual. He's, he, he's, he's willing to hustle. But Sam Sanguidolce is here, and I don't have him on just because I love to say his name. <laughs> I have him on because he's a great district attorney, a great public servant for all of us. And he is taking part in a federal lawsuit, bringing it, the federal lawsuit, Against Facebook, Instagram, all of these uh, platforms, social media platforms, and he's here to talk about it. I saw that it was filed, and I, I got in touch. I said, do you want to talk about it on the air? Please do, because we don't do enough local. And Sam Seguidolce is with us. Sam, welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Bob. So, Mr. District Attorney, you brought a civil suit, which is not normally your bailiwick, but you took this issue on. Tell us all about it and what the lawsuit contains. That's correct, Bob. As you know, you know most of my work involves you know criminal prosecution. However, the Pennsylvania legislature has given us uh, as district attorneys, certain authority to bring civil cases, you know, remove people from office that, that shouldn't serve uh, and things like that. One of them. Well, you'd be busy doing that <laughs> if you really looked at it. <laughs> uh, it's a very high standard, Bob. <laughs> uh, it's not just people you may think don't belong in office. It's, uh, it's more difficult than that. But uh, this, this is one of those examples that, you know, it probably comes as no surprise to people that, that this type of harm is out there. How many times do you, do you talk to parents, uh, I myself, my, my brothers and their children, you know, I can't get them off that phone. Uh, and as we've seen over the years, uh, that phone, that smartphone, uh, a mini computer really has resulted in harm to so many children and, and by extension to the community at large. Uh, that you know, we've investigated it uh, with the help of, of a law firm that does really large lawsuits, and we've found uh, that we believe that these social media companies are liable uh, for monetary damages, and Luzerne County is entitled to equitable, uh, equitable relief. Basically, we're going to try to make them do something about the harm they've caused. Uh, and what would that be in, in your ideal world? Because, I mean, there's a number of suits against these platforms of a similar ilk. Uh, but what would that, what form would that take in Luzerne County? Okay. In order to talk about the relief, I guess I should talk about the harm a little bit. Sure. Uh, what we're alleging is that these companies designed their platforms intentionally using al algorithms to draw everybody in, but obviously our youth are most susceptible to this. So such that you don't want to take your eyes off your phone. You know, the second you put your phone down, it dings again. Oh, I got a message. I got to see that. While you're scrolling through, through things, um, they have a refresh option so that, you know, your Facebook feed is never ending. You know, there, there's no end. That, mm -hmm, you know, hey, I mm -hmm. got to the end of this article, this story. I put it down. I go do something I have to do. Um, nope, there, there isn't any end. So because of that, you know, we learned 
mostly from people that have left their employment because of these harms, that not only did they learn it was harming children, but they continued it because their advertisers pay more money the longer you, the longer you look at the phone, the longer you look at a particular app or platform. And so one of the things that we're going to seek to force them to do is stop that, you know, stop doing these things mm -hmm. that are drawing the children in and causing this harm. And that's a large part of the cyberbullying that we've seen since the advent of well, and and uh, DA Sanguidolce, what is what is the harm other than a kid wasting his time? What what have you seen? What what have what do the statistics disclose? So um, the, the statistic, the the one glaring statistic is that the Surgeon General, the United States Surgeon General, has reported a fifty seven percent increase in teen suicides over the last ten years. Mm. Um, in in the old days, uh, you know, good old fashioned bullying, if you can call it that. When you went home from school, you got away from the bullies, right? Uh, not so with cyberbullying. You get bullied in school, you go home, you're looking at your phone, and you're bullied all night long. You never get away from it. And I think that's a primary cause of that increase. In and somebody gets in touch with you and says, did you see what so-and-so said about you? And your perception is that it's out there and everybody knows it. Right. Uh, exactly, which makes it even worse. It isn't so much someone just saying it directly to you. anybody that hears about it. You know, I can't tell you how many times people call me, hey, did you see what someone said about you, you know, in social media? So you never, never can escape it. And for children, it's much worse than it is for adults. So even turning the phone off, even even not getting on the computer is no good because your your friends or people who know you or people who want you to be disturbed are going to let you know that you're under attack on, on the web. That's correct, and, and I can tell you, I have not seen too many instances where children are able to turn their phone off. They're too concerned about what's going on uh, on that smartphone because there are so many different, right? you got to check your email on it. Everything happens on email. Mm -hmm. Your friends contact you by text message. Um, so there's no way to get away from that device. Mm. We're here with the district attorney, Luzerne County, Sam Sanguidolce. He has sued the uh, primary social media platforms like Facebook and Google and all of them, and uh, he's going to pursue it. We're going to take a break now. We're going to come back with him to talk about what he is seeking for the people of Luzerne County. Sam Sanguidolci, our guest. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The next president of the United States, Richard Nixon. Tonight, I again proudly accept that nomination for president of the United States. Tonight, I see the face of a child. He lives in a great city. He's black or he's white. He's Mexican, Italian, Polish. None of that matters. What matters, he's an American child. He sleeps the sleep of childhood. He dreams the dreams of a child. That child in that great city is more important than any politician's promise. He is America. I see another child tonight. He hears the train go by. 
At night, he dreams of faraway places where he'd like to go. Seems like an impossible dream. And tonight, he stands before you, nominated for President of the United States of America. Listening to this song and forgot to give him turn my mic on. Well, that's Chubby Checkers, and uh, coincidentally, he performed his hit, The Twist, on American Bandstand the year and the summer of Richard Nixon's first Republican nomination for president. That's August 8th, 1960. And you just heard from Richard Nixon on his. Uh, nomination as vice president or as president in 1968, the Republican National Convention in Miami Beach. He went on. Now, Richard Nixon left for, left for political dead after his loss to John F. Kennedy. They stole the election, understandable. Uh, Nixon handled it well, though. It just, just said that's what it is. And then uh, he ran the following year. 62, for governor of California. And he lost that, and they wrote him off. And he comes out of nowhere in 1968. And a a very tumultuous year. RFK is killed. LBJ, prior to that, says he's not running, which I think we're going to be hearing from Joe Biden uh, in the fairly near future. And uh, then he has the blessing of... Former Democrat George Wallace running as an independent, and he skins by Hubert Humphrey and becomes the president of the United States. So we're talking with uh, Luzerne County DA Sam Sanguidolce. Now, uh, Sam, this is easy to say, and my kids are all grown up. Where did the parents' responsibility come in here? to t- Take the phone away or don't give them one in the first place. Um, speaking of something that's easy to say, right? Yeah. Take the I, phone away from your kids is yeah. an easy thing to say. Um, so there are a couple of points to be made about that. Number one, I'll be very interested to see Mark Zuckerberg answer and say, this is the fault of the parents. I you know. know it's, it's a hell of a defense to posture to right. take. It's a tightrope walk. Um, <laughs> but secondly, I think we need to keep in mind that even as I sit here today, I don't fully understand how these platforms were designed to infect children. So parents thought their children were innocently talking to their friends, playing some kind of game, you know. Uh, even, you know, back in the days of Nintendo, I'd get yelled at for playing too long on the video system and have to turn it off. There wasn't, you know, I wasn't searching harmful things in there. I wasn't being bullied. Or bullied. There's no communication uh, aspect to it. I think one of the things that was, you know, disturbing that we found was, you know, when, when you search suicide, for example. We had a number of teen suicides, even as close uh, as five, six years ago in the Pittston area school district. And what we found was when you search suicide, it comes up with means to commit suicide mm. rather than, you know, here's how to get help. You know, here, yeah. you know, here's why that's not the answer. Um, so those are some, some of the disturbing aspects. But I think blaming parents is, is a bad ro- road to go down as far as defending because, uh, even, you know, as I sit here bringing this lawsuit, I'm ignorant to a lot of the harms that exist in this platform, and we've been investigating this for a while. So they say, look, we have a product here. And I, by the way, their defense and actually this complaint 
reads to me a lot like the tobacco litigation, where you say, well, yeah, the person is smoking the cigarette, but you have secretly made it addictive. That's actually, that's a great comparison. You know, whether it's the tobacco litigation or the opioid litigation, it's the same thing, right? You know, the old tobacco ads used to tell you it's actually healthy for you. This is the <laughs> Marlboro is the doctor's choice. Yeah. Um, opioids are being prescribed by your doctor, who, who you're supposed to trust. You notice they never said the lawyer's choice. <laughs> Eight out of ten lawyers smells, you know, smoke Kent. They that, never did that. That came 50 years later. <laughs> Nobody you know, cared. After the lawsuits were paid off, it became the lawyer's <laughs> choice, right? <laughs> so uh, this lawsuit has it's been filed here in the Middle District of Pennsylvania. There have been companion suits, although you're one of the first to do it in Pennsylvania. Correct. We're the second. The first was Bucks County. Uh, my good friend Matt Weintraub down there in Bucks uh, filed the first suit in Pennsylvania. Uh, I thought it was important for us to get in on the ground floor. Number one, the early plaintiffs generally get a say in the direction of the lawsuit. Um, so that was important to me uh, to speak for the people of Luzerne County. Uh, and I know Matt felt the same way. Does this have the chance to become a class action or or be consolidated? Uh, more likely it's going to be consolidated. So these suits are popping up, not, not shockingly, not just in Pennsylvania, but all over the country. Uh, I realized uh, a few days ago that uh, the suit is probably slated to be tried in the Northern District of California because I believe that's where most of these lawsuits, that's where their home uh, headquarters are. So they'll likely be consolidated, much like the opioid litigation was consolidated into Kentucky. Uh, and I think that's where the, the fight's going to occur in California. You say you're looking not, it's not only money that that you're pursuing. It's some sort of equitable, and that's become a dirty word, but we, we can use it in this context. Some sort of equitable uh, resolution, like, okay, you've got to do something, uh, uh, social media platforms. As you look at it now, and I'm sure this will evolve, what are those solutions? What what would those uh, responses by the the companies be? So the word equitable has a particular legal meaning, which is you know not, not money other yeah. than money. So in this case, uh, we learned that uh, the different platforms there were they made these algorithms that can calculate what you look at and make things pop up that will draw your attention in. So the number one thing is to stop doing that. Stop doing, stop tracking me, stop make, putting these ads on my screen and mostly the screens of children who are more susceptible to it. Although I have to confess, <laughs> yeah, I've clicked on some things and bought some things I wouldn't other, otherwise yeah, purchase. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the number one thing. And then uh, I think direct them towards help when they're seeking harmful activity. Uh, obviously, if they can track the fact that you know I'm buying golf shirts or sneakers or whatever, they can track that children are harm are intending to harm themselves. They can track that cyberbullying is going on. You know, there are all kinds of geofencing. You know, I don't fully understand it yeah. all. I just know what uh, our computer guys tell me they are capable of, and so that's what we're going to seek out. We don't even have all the answers yet. That's going to come in discovery when we learn what they know and when, when they knew it. 
yeah. and how to fix it. You know, our experts will we'll rely on our experts for that. And as you said, the, these algorithms have no discernment as to whether somebody's searching to find out how to best commit suicide or build a bomb or assault a school, you know, all kinds of bad things. It just it just flows through the algorithms. Right. And the question is, do they have the ability? You know, mm-hmm. is that an ability they have that just isn't being used? You mm-hmm. know, you can you know, can we redirect this power for good? You know, and I think we can uh, with this artificial intelligence, this chat GPT thing, um, you know, there's almost no limit to what they can design these different platforms to do. Like, I don't understand why we wouldn't design them to help children in need. Yeah. Well, I wish you best on uh, this lawsuit. I, I I thank you for coming in to talk to us about it. I got I got my own copy. We'll follow along with it. And, and please uh, keep in touch with us as to any developments. You bet. Thanks so much for having me, Bob. Uh, Luzerne County District Attorney Sam Sanguidolce taking on the social media platforms. We love them for it, and we hope it works to everybody's advantage. Um, <laughs> somebody texted in, Bob, please tell me why you scream at Frank, because he loves Biden, but are kind to Luciano and Kat, who adore Trump, who is just as dangerous as Biden to America. Well, no, he's not. Other than uh, his idiocy after the election, his policies worked, he kept peace, he created peace, his administration, particularly in the Middle East, but all around the world. He intimidated our potential opponents, he deregulated, cut taxes, and gave us energy independence, the three legs of an incredibly strong and equal economy. He did all of those things. He just couldn't shut his mouth. So, like, for you to be, to it is so unfair to compare Donald Trump. I, I, I just talked about it. Biden's lies are sickening and disgraceful. He told a gold star mother he knows what she's going through because my son came home in a flag-draped coffin. A disgraceful liar. Trump exaggerated, he fabricated, well, I don't even know if he fabricated, he exaggerated, he, he said a lot of stupid things. They were not harmful to this country unless you're a snowflake, sitting, waiting to be offended. Please do not equate anyone particularly one of the more successful presidencies in modern times, the Trump presidency, with the disgraceful, sickening Joe Biden and his administration. And you are ignoring his corruption on top of all of that. Failure. If somebody came to you and said... Think of how stupid a Biden voter has to be. 
And I, I, I'm sorry, there's, there's no more time for sugarcoating. There's, like, I'm not living in some alternate stupid reality. If somebody came and cost you $10,000 a year, you'd want to kill them. <laughs> Yet these people, this 30-some percent are supporting this disgraceful human being. He hasn't visited with his granddaughter yet. He responded to round criticism. You know, as soon as Maureen Dowd of the New York Times wrote, acknowledge your granddaughter, Joe Biden. He acknowledges his granddaughter, but he's never seen her. Hasn't invited her to the White House. He just said it. Denied your own grandchild for four years. Told a gold star mother, you know what she's going through because my son came home in a flag drape casket when that was a lie. When he walks around comatose, when he lies to your face constantly about his involvement in Hunter Biden's and the Biden crime family's business. Who says that Joe Biden was involved in Hunter Biden's business? Hunter Biden says so. That's who says so. <laughs> I mean, do we need a better authority than Hunter Biden? Please do not compare him to any modern president. He's a disgrace. He's sickening. He's a mental patient. Only a mental patient would lie to a gold star mother. And don't forget, this is the same clown who was raised by Puerto Ricans. Who went to Jewish services. I mean, how many lies can you pile on top of lies? Don't tell me about Joe Biden. And when Frank calls up, like every Biden supporter, he is willfully ignorant of truth, fact, and reality, and he's going to get called on it. At least Luciano and I are, even when we disagree, we're dealing from the same plane of reality, the same truth, the same facts. The real world. So there's your reason. I don't like to talk about specific callers, but you asked. So we, we, have, this, um, we have this system. We had Bar my friend Barney Smith and, uh, in, in Luzerne County, but he couldn't take reading the citizen's voice anymore. Which I fully understand. So they were getting me the weekend uh, obituaries, veteran obituaries. And then there were, um, you know, then I would get them myself. And we tried to get as many veterans as we could in. And I just was furiously looking through all of the clippings I have in my office because someone texted in and I'm going to mention this 
Bob, could you please mention my dad, Bill Napolitano, on your radio? Uh, as one of the veterans you honor. He passed away June 30th, 2023, at the age of 83. He served in the U.S. Army, stationed in Korea, and then retired from Tobahanna Army Depot. His obituary was in the Scranton Times, July 4th, 2023. My mom loves and listens to your show every day and would be grateful if you honored him. They were married for 59 years. He was a great father and husband. Thank you so much. So we had Bill Napolitano to our list today. Because I don't have the obituary. I don't know why. Uh, maybe, because, you know, they don't publish anymore on Monday. If this is a, uh, yes, I mean, Scranton Times. So July 4th was what, a Monday? But I don't have the obituary. So I am happy you, you text that in. And I want to remind you again. You can send to me information on your loved one or someone you respect who served in the military, alive or having passed. You could you can email it to me at robert.cordaro, C-O-R-D-A-R-O, at Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Dot com robert.cordaro at odyssey.com or you can snail mail it to me the obituary and hopefully more uh bob cordaro at wilk news radio route 315 pittston 18640 but we'll uh, we'll mention bill napolitano and i i'm happy to and mom i hope you're listening that uh, we talk about your husband, your loved one, and the father of the, the, the great child of yours who forwarded this. And obviously, Bill Napolitano shares the same great legacy that all of these veterans do. So we're, we're happy to mention that, and we'll, we'll, we'll put him into the mix. Although I, it doesn't say what town he's from, which I normally uh, do. And it doesn't say his wife's name, which I normally do. But you gave me some good information. U.S. Army during Korea. I, I, I see these Korean veterans leaving us in droves. And it does sadden me. It does give you pause, doesn't it? Uh, and and um, boy, they were such shining examples. I I told you on Sunday I had on the Bob Cadaro show on TV, and you could get it on YouTube. And I, I actually recommend you do the great Joe Barna, Korean combat veteran, and his story was amazing. Please catch it on YouTube. Bob Cadaro Show on TV.